Welcome to the Performance Podcast with Melissa Kender, where I'm here to help you stay strong and last long in your athletic endeavors. There's no running topic too broad or lifting topic too heavy that we won't cover. So if you're looking to get fitter, faster, stronger, then this podcast is for you. I'm your host, Melissa, certified functional strength coach, personal trainer, running coach, hybrid athlete with a no BS approach to fitness, creating unfiltered conversations around fitness topics that can be somewhat messy. And the answer is often, it depends. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. First, I want to say thank you for tuning in. This week, we're going to be branching off last week's episode a little bit where we chatted about overcoming fitness setbacks. And now we're going to be getting into seven habits to adopt today that will make all the difference in your health and fitness journey and will help you reach your goals specifically in the gym over time when applied consistently. I feel like this time of year, we start seeing a lot of transformation posts popping up And people could have good intentions, but they're saying like, check out my body, it's X, Y, and Z, blah, blah, blah. And you have to be extreme to get here. And sometimes, actually not a lot of the time, but maybe it can be helpful, I guess. But oftentimes, it's a thirst trap and can only lead you down a spiraling hole that's not sustainable or good for your mental health. So I'm going to ask this question. Have you ever gone too far chasing a perfect looking body, quote unquote, only to end up injured, burned out, and worst of all, dreading something that you once loved or want to love, which is fitness. Now, I'm not here to tell you to give up on the body that makes you want to catcall yourself in the mirror. Heck, the vast majority of people who come to me and my clients who come to me at first for personal training started because they want to look better in some way. And if that's why you're into fitness at first, I'm all about it. You shouldn't be able you should be able to chase that and not give up on certain specific dreams, especially it's going if it's going to make you a healthier, happier person. But the biggest thing that stands in the way of looking good is not feeling the way you want to feel or not performing the way you want to perform, right? So as a personal trainer, as a functional strength coach, how you feel should always come first, right? So how you feel and how you perform comes first. How you feel in your everyday life should come first, and then everything else follows. Now I'm going to pose another question, so I want you to think about this. What happens when you get injured lose functional capacity, or burn out on a repetitive program that is supposed to help you get the body composition results you want. Or maybe it has gotten you the body goals that you wanted, but now you're burnt out or have you lost some of your functional capacity with life and it can't be sustained. What unfortunately happens is you lose your progress you've made because you've sacrificed fun, variety, And most importantly, moving in a way that feels satisfying and beneficial in life. The goal should be twofold. You should always feel connected and in control of your fitness journey while heading towards your goals. And you always want to, now you're not going to look forward to every single workout, right? Motivation is fleeting. It comes and goes. But you should enjoy the program that you're on and it should be sustainable for life. And so... 
I promise that applying these rules and principles that we're going to discuss today when you apply them consistently and the keys consistently has transformational power. They are the drivers of lasting change in both how you look and how you feel. So today I'm going to emphasize how each one works to change your physique visually by building and maintaining muscle and how each one changes the way you feel and express yourself as well. So let's dive in. The first tip I'm going to say is to pregame before the main event. Now, most people think of warm-up in a prep as ways to help avoid injury, which is true, and you want to warm up before every single workout. But we're going to take this step a little bit further. And if you train with me, you already know going into this. There's a certain type of preparation that I do that is very beneficial for building visible muscle. And I include these with my clients, and that is a pre-fatigue pump. So after the warm-up, we get sometimes what's called a pre-fatigue pump in, and I don't always call it this, but it's essentially what it is. A fatigued muscle has to work incrementally harder in the strength work that follows. So we'll target, say, the triceps, for example, with some tricep extensions or some tricep work before jumping into the bench press. This gives even more muscle stimulus to layer on more quality muscle. Again, this tactic is at building muscle, which is what we want, right? So depending on your goals, whether it's strength goals, powerlifting goals, but we're talking about bodybuilding goals, so to speak. So a pre-fatigue pump or a pre-game before the main event. So you have your warm-up and then we fire up some of these smaller muscle groups before hitting some main muscle groups. Another example can be that I'll use is to say burning out your biceps in the beginning of a workout and then hitting your back, say with a lat pull down or bent over rows of some sort, right? So we take the biceps out of the equation and then we're able to focus on your entire back and utilizing that muscle group. So what this does, what this pre-fatigue pump does is really target the isolated muscles or smaller muscle groups so that the compound larger muscle groups, multi-joint muscle groups will really take on the load and really get the proper stimulus applied to them for muscle growth. Tip two is to flirt with failure. Now effort is key in the gym and building muscle or losing body fat demands training your muscle with the proper effort. People love to say maybe that the 6 to 15 rep range is great for building muscle, but that is only key if you train near failure or with the proper effort within that rep range. And training to failure does not mean losing form by any means, and it does not mean that you're not able to squeeze out that last rep, right? I feel like there's this movement right now with people showing how hard it is to lift in the gym. They're throwing the weights down because they can't get the last rep. Their whole body's shaking. They look like they're in pain. That does not mean training to failure. And that's not really how you want to change. Train. You want to train with the proper effort. You want the last few reps to be a challenge. You want your muscles to be talking to you. You still want to keep that proper form. So You don't want to train exactly to failure every single gym session or you'll be burnt out and injured. So that's why I love to call it flirting with failure. Flirting with failure is ensuring that the last few reps are a challenge. Your muscles should be speaking to you and don't give up. You can push out that last rep. 
So give it your all and train hard and train with effort. Imagine doing a set of, say, like 15 reps of bicep curls, only you could have done actually 30 reps without stopping because of the dumbbell size or dumbbell weight. So your set of 15 reps were only about 50% after effort. So 50% effort, right? That's not, that's not that great. So the sad truth is this won't build muscle, but it is the way that a lot of people are training out there. So I don't promote pushing to failure all the time, but what I do promote is proper effort. Proper effort must be a priority in order to connect or in order to get the correct stimulus for your muscles to grow. Think about trying to get within three to five reps from failure on all your weight training sets, right? So it's not taking it to exact failure, but you're taking it to three to five reps shy of failure or from time to time taking it even closer, one to two reps from fail of failure. So you want your muscles to be speaking to you within the last couple reps. You want it to be a challenge. You want it to be difficult, but you don't want to lose form. So I'm here to tell you that Trust me, this will make all the difference in your fitness journey. So I want you to flirt with failure during your training sessions and make sure that it is difficult the last few reps, but you do not need to take huge major lifts to failure every single time to get the results that you're looking for. But you do need to give that proper effort. So say if the weight is light and you get to 15 to 20 reps, I want you to up that weight. I want you to up the weight because it's better to up the weight and get in eight quality reps with the last one to two extremely difficult than say 15 reps where you could have gone to 20 or 30. Tip three is to get long and strong, baby. So training with weights through full range of motion is how we strengthen and lengthen the muscles at the same time. This is super useful because full range of motion training builds muscle more effectively than partial range of motion. Specifically, we need tension on our muscles in lengthened and stretched positions to achieve optimal muscle growth stimulus. When we train in full range of motion, we also do more work. So if we think about it, 10 partial reps versus 10 full range of motion reps yields different amounts of work. If you commit to full range of motion work, which we often prioritize, especially in my programming with people, you will not only build more muscle, but you will get higher energy outputs from your training sessions. And again, I do want to just make a point that there is a time and place for partial reps, absolutely, but I'm talking about maximizing your efforts right now for building muscle. And also when you train with full range of motion, you'll keep your tendons and ligaments happy as well. Um, as well as your mobility. So again, there's a time and place for everything, but we're talking about maximizing our muscle group and really hitting the entire muscle group from every angle and getting the proper stimulus for optimal muscle growth. And moving on to tip four, which is to breathe heavy. Now, cardio gets a bad rep in the bodybuilding strength training world, but I've been on a mission to dismiss that. And I'm not talking about, say, training for like, a half marathon, a full marathon right now. I'm just talking about getting cardio in with your strength training sessions and such. So a lot, of, a lot of times you hear cardio can ruin your gains and it gets this bad rep when cardio is used, say, for cutting diets. And it's often one-dimensional, never-ending treadmill work, which can be boring and used as a tool incorrectly. 
but cardio certainly doesn't kill your gains. And in fact, when it's dosed properly, you will have a better work capacity from thoughtful conditioning that can bring you more effort to your weight training. So with better cardiovascular fitness, you'll be able to recover more quickly between your weight training sets. You can push further on your intensity sets and get in more quality weight training to build muscle. It also improves your overall well-being, your heart health, bone density, sleep, and more. So properly dosed cardio with your strength training is super, super beneficial. So pick your cardio piece of choice. You don't have to overdo it. You don't have to spend hours doing it. You can do the Stairmaster. You can do treadmill. You can do biking, whatever it is. Um, but thoughtful conditioning goes a long way with your strength training sessions. Now, tip five and six are all about food. So tip five is to eat your meat. Now, it doesn't have to be meat per se, but quality protein is key. Protein that consumes essential amino acids is the ultimate macronutrient to improve your well-being and physique for a few compelling reasons. And that is protein is the foundational macronutrient required for building and repairing muscle and maintaining muscle. So if you feel like your progress has stalled in the gym or you're working hard, take a look at your nutrition and make sure that you're getting quality protein into your diet. And also protein, this in turn improves your metabolism to help you get that look you want. And then another reason is protein consumption curbs cravings, including protein at every meal and as well as every snack balances blood sugar levels and leads you feeling fuller for longer. This brings me to tip six, consume quality food. Food quality refers to the number of nutrients a particular food has. So some food has zero to none nutrients and some foods are packed with nutrients. Now we should have a balance with this, but I really want you to focus on nutrient dense foods, right? Food quality has more of a direct impact on our well-being, our physique, our look, our overall health more than we know. But there are a few compelling reasons to think about food quality when it comes to your overall well-being as well. If your primary if you primarily eat poor quality foods, then eventually your body will start to become depleted in key nutrients, which is not good. In the absence of key nutrients, you'll often seek more food to make up for those mis- missing key nutrients, right? So sometimes that's where this binge cycle comes in a bit into play because your body starts to crave more foods and more calories because it's trying to find key nutrients to sustain itself and to live optimally. And then also when you don't have quality food and key nutrients in your diet, your energy and drive will be dis- diminished. And so I know I'm getting a little heated talking about this, but trust me, food quality makes all the difference in our well-being not just our physique, but our overall well-being. So how well your body can use and produce energy as well as how sharp and focused your mind will be depends on your nutrient profile balance. If we are depleted of key nutrients, our drive to train and our drive to move our bodies will decrease. So remember, not all calories are created equal. We really want to focus on fueling and hydrating our bodies well. Tip seven is rest and recovery, which includes adequate sleep. So I know sometimes I sound like a broken record, but I promise when these tips are applied, 
they will make all the difference in your fitness journey and in your health journey. All too often I see people go on this go, 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 thinking they have to give more, 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 give every single day, push, 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 harder and harder and harder, only to lead to burnout and injuries. The thing is, our bodies respond best to high and low training volume days, or as I like to say, hard days hard, easy days easy, or you can even look at it as higher intensity days paired with lower intensity training days, right? Our bodies need time to relax and can't be go, go, go all the time. When our bodies are in a more relaxed state, that's when they recover, that's when they repair, that's when you don't get that burnout and injury. And also, just reiterating at a point, sleep is the number one recovery tool and the best thing that you can do for your mind and body. So before all other recovery methods, make sure that sleep is in the forefront. Too often, so many people are pushing different gadgets, but I promise when you have higher and lower training days, when you take time to properly recover, when you get that adequate sleep in, your progress will soar. And now I'm not talking about taking weeks and months and years off. That's that's not recovery methods unless you're severely injured or something. I'm talking about properly dosed rest and recovery throughout your training week so that you can go into your next session not depleted, right? So even when you're training for anything, whether it's weight training, bodybuilding, whatever event it is, you need to have higher and lower training days so that you can continue on in your plan. Now, these tips and tricks ideas will add years to your training life and keep you feeling amazing, I promise. But this information won't help much unless you take action. So you have to take action. So think about how you can apply maybe one of these today, maybe over the next few hours, maybe over the next few weeks. And always remember, in search of becoming better, faster, stronger, A lot of people approach fitness in a way that leads to disappointment because they expect changes too fast, take on too much too soon, try to do too many things at once, hop around in search of the quote-unquote sexy, fun stuff, and then neglect the boring and basic stuff. So I really want you to focus on your well-being, your health, finding a sustainable plan, fitness, game changer in your fitness that works for you. To get a little bit better at fitness, I believe you must have these four things. One is a plan designed specifically for what you want and what you enjoy. Whether that's feeling more athletic, staying as fit as long as possible, building muscle, whatever it is, all while having energy for your life in these matters. And two, a low barrier to entry. Yes, you heard that right, a low barrier to entry. Showing up consistently is half the battle, if not more. It's easier when your workout is designed for the time that you have and eases you in with a great warm-up. Remember, it's better to be consistent than not. It's better to get in one to two quality workouts a week than start a plan that, say, has five or six workouts a week, and then you get discouraged because you can't meet those needs. And then tip three is weekly progressions. If your desire is the what, then this is the how. Building muscles hard, and you'll get there sooner when you hit the same type of movements each week with a properly designed program that allows you to apply the principle of progressive overload.
And then four, nutrition that feels doable for you. Some of you are ready to track every macro that goes into your mouth and others are just trying to not overdo it on say Friday, Saturday night. So finding a way to make it work for you with quality foods that you enjoy is crucial and viewing yourself as an athlete and eating nutrient dense foods. So I really want yourself, want you to view yourself as an athlete because if you think about it, they're fueling their bodies with whole nutrient dense foods so that they have sufficient nutrients and key nutrients within their body to feel their best and perform their best. So you to feel like an athlete, hit your proteins, carbs, fats, as well as micronutrients and proper hydration to go the distance. And then remember that being a little bit better does mean roadblocks too. Everybody has roadblocks in their finish journey. That's just life. So workouts that promise dramatic results in short timeframes aren't designed to last. It takes a mindset shift from sexy, fun, all at once, go, 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 to a slower, steadier approach. So it helps to have little nuggets to keep you engaged, like new movements to learn or new fun conditioning formats. And if you have past injuries, if you have nagging pains, it's common. The more years that you have on this planet, the more nagging pain, unfortunately, will come and go. So a little bit better plan should include ways to keep your body feeling good, like balancing strength across all areas of your body and mobility flows and cool downs. And then also knowing your gears as an athlete takes time to learn. So maximize the opportunities to push hard, but also know when to ease up. Perceived effort in the gym as well as running and all types of fitness is so important. So training by effort, knowing when to push, knowing when to pull back is key. Thank you for listening to the Performance Podcast with Melissa Kender. And to everyone listening, share this episode of the show, leave a rating and a review on your podcast app of choice. It really helps. And thank you again. You can find me on all areas of social and I look forward to chatting with you guys next time.